What's cracking, y'all? It's Nipsey Hussle. You already know I'm rocking with my homeboy, Twin City Tone. This episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast is brought to you by the following. Is it time to sell your home and upgrade to a new one? If so, call the only agent the Twin City Tone Podcast trusts. Tim Sheets of Remax Results has been serving the Twin Cities for the past decade. Give him a call at 651-578-2277. That's 651-578-2277. Or find him at SheetsSells.com. That's Sheets with a Z. Clothing. Are you an artist looking to brand yourself? Or maybe you have a brand and want to expand your network? If so, come down to Ill Clothing, home of Ill Cartel Music. Your one-stop shop for music videos, photo shoots, flyers, graphic design, and all your recording needs. Maybe you're looking to rent out a spot for your video shoot, listening party, or other private event. Come check us out at Ill. 522 North Concord, South St. Paul. For more info, call 651-734-5847. Now affiliated with Long Doe and Cherry Sky Studio. Ill gang, ill lifestyle, ill everything. Yo, well, let's get this started. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip hop means everything to me. It's, it's my culture. Ha. Crazy man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, you know, I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. <laughs> Time to elevate, time to dance and drink the night away Call up the crew, there ain't no time to waste We living like it's right now, right now, right now, right now Yeah, we out Yeah, we out here for the night, we out here for the night Yeah, we out Yeah, we out here living life, we out here living life And I'm gonna get it poppin', Versace coppin', being swappin' Strictly swappy, snap one, roll down your shopping Khalifa, Kush, your criminal OG Now I got options, now I'm next to Whistling, tossing doves on these red carpets Flossing, and living the dream Smoking, in front of the scene Stack commas, like all in between Stack up, and light up that green They know what I mean, I'm chasing my dreams Like they know that's new on the scene Now it's that Taylor gang with that crime family ENT, and we moving like bosses Taking no losses, step up with caution If they tripping, like Snoop and Pac On death row, we dipping Pop a bottle, roll face to space It's time we Celebrate, me and Wiz, we come to say Smoke and drink the night away Yeah, we out Yeah, we out here for the night Yeah, we out Yeah, we out here living life We out here living life Time to elevate Time to dance and drink the night away Call up the crew, there ain't no time to waste We living like it's right now, right now All right, here we are together again on the Twin City Tone Podcast, episode number 78. Make sure you're following me at Twin City Tone on all social media. And yo, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Google Play or however you consume your podcast, make sure you leave that five-star review and subscribe, all right? So yo, man, we got a very special guest lined up for today. Goes by the name of Mr. Criminal. What up, bro? Yeah, yeah. What's good? What's good with it, man? How you doing, Tom? Man, I'm doing amazing, brother. I'm doing amazing. Like I said, I truly appreciate you taking the time out to chop it up with us, you know? Man, it's my absolute pleasure, homie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Yo, before we get started, um, let everybody know where they can tap in with you, man, and follow you on social media. Man, Instagram, first and foremost, Mr. Criminal. Twitter, Mr. Criminal 1. You can find me on YouTube, Mr. Criminal Media. 
uh, Facebook, the crime family. We all in. All right, there you go. This guy's making major moves out here. Make sure you tap in and follow his movement. So, yo, man, um, a lot of people are hearing this new record with Wiz Elevate, and it's definitely a banger. We're, we're going to talk about how that came into play, but I really want to, uh, you know, kind of go back and, and really let people know how long you've been putting in work and been in this game for a minute, man. So, like, when did you, like, you came up in L.A. or where'd you come up? Yeah, man, straight from the bottom out of L.A., from the streets, man. We were out the trunk with it, um, you know, coming from the swap meets. Got our first deal, Universal Records. I was about 18 years old, fresh out. And, uh, you know, we're making history for Latinos. We, we took it from the trunk to Universal, um, made a lot of noise in the early 2000s through this whole, you know, genre and the movement that we created. And now 2019, we back elevating it all the way to the mainstream level. Yeah, man, I think it's amazing, bro. I remember, like, back in, this is probably late 90s, early 2000s, um, like Wicked and, like, Brownside and all those guys. You remember that? Yes, sir. That was a little bit before my time. That was back in the Easy E days. Easy E, I them kids. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because uh, he had, uh, like, Boys in the Hood. It was uh, Boys in the Barrio. I remember that joint, man. Yeah, yeah. That was out, that was banging out here through the streets of Lost, uh, having Easy E connect with a homie. That was big back then. Yeah, for sure. So they kind of laid the groundwork. And then, man, you've been, you've been carrying this torch for a minute and just really putting on for, for everybody out there, man. So talk about the come up, though, like the grind, man, like going going from selling your, your CDs literally out of the trunk of your car, man. What was that like? Man, that was a, a beautiful experience. It gave us a, a, a opportunity to, to interact with the consumer face-to-face, uh, you know, being able to, to meet the consumers and see them face-to-face what they like, what records they felt and gravitated towards most. Um, you know, being at the street level, straight up, you know, being able to serve the people because you're at the same level was a beautiful thing. And the, the growth was, was the same way. You know, the people just followed from the streets all the way to the next level with it, and we've seen the same familiar faces all the way. All the way to this day, man, we got people that have been following for generations, so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think that's amazing, man. And one thing I, I think, like, today's artists, um, like, who are just coming out, they don't know anything about pressing your own CDs up and hitting the block and popping the trunk and selling out the trunk. Like, you know, it's like they just throw it on SoundCloud and it's no knock against the new generation, but they'll never know what it's like to really take that entrepreneurial spirit and hit those streets and grind it out, man. Yeah, it's like uh, back on the block. It's, it's no different than being on the block serving the scene, you know what I mean? Just more in a positive way, doing it, doubling up, tripling up. And uh, doing it where there's no uh, illegal repercussions and putting your people on and, and creating opportunities for your homies. That's right, man. That's right. Uh, yo, what it, what inspired you, Mr. Criminal, originally to like to get into rapping and start rapping? Because you were obviously in the streets doing your street thing. And then like, was there like a specific event or something that happened? You're like, yo, I got to change my life. Man, I've been saying this a lot through my interviews. It's like Biggie said back in the day, man, you either got a wicked jump shot or you slaying crack rock. Out here in the West, it wasn't no different, man. We didn't have very many uh, ways to express express artisticness, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of homies out here, you know, with brown skin, we don't play football, we don't play baseball, stuff like that. We're just in the streets. So um, I think, you know, realizing coming up, growing up from the streets, selling people, you know, uh, sell, selling illegal narcotics all the way from, you know, uh, you know, doing different things to get revenue and then getting locked up and going to prison. I was really scratching my head coming in and out of jail thinking, what am I going to do with my life? And uh, I've always had a passion for music, and, and I just met the right person at the right time, who was Mr. Capone back in the days. And uh, I just, you know, manifested it, man, and now I'm here. You know, I told myself I was going to be number one in the game when I didn't even have a, a not, not even a shot in the, in the dark, you know what I'm saying? But we're here. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. A big shout-out to Mr. Capone, one of the vets out there, man, doing his thing for a long time as well. Um, shout-out to him. So, yo, how did you and him initially uh, connect? Man, it was a homie from my neighborhood back in the day, my homeboy Shabu from my barrio. Uh, basically, he connected us. Uh, a barrio for you guys that are listening that don't know the lingo, that's neighborhood. You know, it's like hood. 
Uh, we were from the same hood, and basically he connected me. <clears throat> he used to brag to him and say, you know, my little homie from my hood could rap, tear it up. And uh, once he met me, it was a rap. It was like literally the moment he met me, he was trying to get me in the studio. That's dope, man. Do you remember your very first uh, studio session? I absolutely do. It's funny you bring it up because one of my homies just sent me a picture the other day, and uh, it was literally my first session. I'm sitting there on the floor trying to go over some lyrics. But, yeah, it was my first track was uh, Maniac in Black. And in that same session, we recorded on a come up. And uh, yeah, there's some 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 classic uh, Latin rap underground West Coast stuff right there. We talked about your first studio session. Do you remember your first live show, like when you first hit the stage? Yeah, that was uh, Portland, Oregon, the very first time I hit the stage. Um, I actually was was wearing locs in the middle of the night. Had a couple too many drinks. I was <laughs> first time first time being on stage, 18 years old, and fell right through a hole in front of everybody. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I got that that Southern Cali swag, so I bounced right back, and I don't think nobody could really tell. Yeah, there you go, man. There you go. Yo, talk about um, you know, being from the West Coast and growing up out there. Like, who are some major influences? You obviously mentioned Mr. Capone, but like, were there some other people who influenced your musical style? Yeah, you know, uh, Mr. Capone signed me, but as far as influence influences in the game, I would say anything from you know your typicals, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, DJ Quick, Dr. Dre's. You know, the the, the essentials that we grow up on out here. But, uh, you know, there was some underground cats that I grew up in, uh, navigated towards. It was more like uh, Spice Ones or Brother Lynch Hunts, um, all the way down to, like, you know, Proper Doors, Lighter Shade of Browns, uh, Kim Frost, anybody that was spitting with brown skin that I could, uh, you know, relate to and, and they were speaking something that, that had something with, with my tias or, or, or my mom or, or someone could relate to the background that we, spoke, that we spoke, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like you said, coming up, you know, as as a as a Latin MC, like was there was there pushback? Like was there some hate in the beginning when you first came out? Like did you have to overcome any of that? You know, I wouldn't say there was pushback or hate. I actually think it, it, it created a niche and carved out something special that wasn't in the game that that we attacked really hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they weren't used to seeing 30, 40 homies show up ball headed, all wearing the same thing, looking like a team. Um, and, and I think that we did something that was, uh, you know, different. You know, Kill Frost hit the game solo. A lot of these cats hit the game solo. But when we hit back in the days, we hit like a unit. And, uh, you know, I, I think if anything, the only backlash we got was just that we were just a little too gangster. We mobbed in there a little too hood. We walked in there a little too much with fools coming straight out the penitentiary. Mm -hmm. That might have scared fools because it was, it was a little too real. You know what I'm saying? I think the industry cats were like, you know, who are these dudes? Are they going to start something? Someone going to get shot or stabbed today? But we really weren't on that tip, man. But over maturing and over time, you know, you realize you don't need to roll with 30 people. You know what I'm saying? That's an immature mentality. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you just try to roll with people that are going to get the job done. Right, right, definitely. Now, let me ask you this, bro, because uh, I know Big Pun, he's Puerto Rican and he's from New York. But did he have an influence on, on you guys out there in L.A. at all? Man, rest in peace, Big Pun. You know what? I say this on one of my records, trying to be what Pun was to the to the West, what Pun was to the East, and Latin lyrical rap regiment with respect in the streets. Mm. That's one of my number one, number one, number one influences, and, and I apologize for leaving them out, but I actually used to use Big Pun's name all the time when I was a teenager. I used to always say I was going to be the first Latin of the West Coast to go platinum, so he's definitely influenced on me. There you go, bro. Do you do you have like a um like a top five MCs of all time that you can that you can name? Yeah, off top, Tupac, um, Nas. Uh, let's go, uh, Brother Lynch Hung, mm -hmm. um, Crazy Bone, and uh, I would say Mr. Criminal. There you go, man. You got to put yourself in the top five. Yeah, yeah, I could hang with them, Kev. There you go, man. Absolutely, bro. Yo, um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, bro, and uh, rest in peace to the legend, Young Nipsey Hussle, man. That was a, a major loss. We're feeling it. Not only here, all over the world, you can see how big of an impact that Nipsey had. I mean, I met the brother one time. He came through to my radio show, and he showed so much love. He was such a pure soul. 
Um, you know, man, like when he died, I, like I said, I only met him one time and I felt like I lost a close friend. You know, that's how yeah. much of an impact he had on me. Um, and I know you guys out there in L.A., it really hit home because he's from your city. Could you talk a little bit about Nipsey? Yeah, man, he was a good person. Like you said, I met him once with my, myself. Um, the homie Battlecat invited me to a studio session when they were recording the album Victory Lab. And he was a good people, man. And, and beyond that, um, you know what he did out here, opening doors for his people from his neighborhood. That's, that's like the model that we all try to follow. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's something that I've been doing for years, like we mentioned before. Uh, Mr. Capone opened the door for me. I opened the doors for a lot of my people. And to see the people like that trying to trying to do something positive for the people and get gunned down or, or you know cut out this world so early, it's just a, it's a shame. You know what I'm saying? We're all trying to push for positivity out here. We all we all got um, you know dirty backgrounds coming from California. You, you can't go up in this Southern California lifestyle and talk this gangster stuff if you, if it ain't real. Someone's gonna pull your car. Someone's gonna expose it. So you either ten toes down with your homies or, or or it's fake and it's gonna get exposed. And uh, someone like a Nipsey, someone like a Mr. Criminal, you can't be in the game 15, 14 years without being real. You know what I'm saying? So unfortunately, coming with being real comes with you know the haters, the snakes. There ain't no there ain't no kingdom or ain't no king that's gonna be uh, someone not trying to infiltrate that throne. You know what I'm saying? So unfortunately, he had to go in his. his Throne got taken shortly, but we're going to keep it uh, pushing out here for him. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Uh, let me ask you this, bro. I don't know if you ever saw the uh, the Vlad TV interview that, that Boozy did, but he said, you know, rappers always get killed in their own hometown, in their own city. And, That's you know, true. we see it time and time again. Um, do you ever have any concerns about staying in L.A.? Like, do you ever think about moving out of there? Man, I was rolling through L.A. yesterday, and I ain't going to lie. I was pushing through the city with a pistol. Um, at the end of the day, you got to be careful out here, not even on no tough stuff, just, just for the fact that you got to protect yourself. And it's getting a little more dangerous out here. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I would say the most confrontations I've had in the last 10 years of my life, everywhere I go, is never an issue with nobody. Everyone shows me respect everywhere I go, but it's always my old neighborhood homies, maybe someone that don't feel like they get invited to the show. They feel like they see the homies from my block coming and shining with me, making money, and they want to speak on me, so I have to go back to the neighborhood and get my hands dirty, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's just part of the game. Those are the, the, That's just part of uh, what comes with it. But, yeah, um, your own neighborhood will always be the ones that try to hold you back. you got people that try to lift you from that, and you're definitely going to have 75% trying to hold you back and drown you. Yeah, 100%, man, definitely, bro. Well, we need you to be safe out there, Mr. Criminal, because you just hitting your stride, man. you just getting started, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're we pushing nothing but positivity out here, man. Nothing but uh, all that negativity to the side. And we're trying to push for, for a better future for our people out here. So so it's to the left with anything else. Amen, amen. I mean, speaking of your career on the rise, man, let's talk about this new joint you got with Wiz Khalifa, man. Elevate. How did that come about? Man, I got to first and foremost give a shout-out to the homie Jay Hanlon at Rose Lane Records. He connected me with Purse from 808 Mafia. Um, you know, Purse from 808 Mafia don't need no introductions. He's done a lot of big things for Wiz Migos. Um, he heard my, my, my track record, what I was doing. The homie Jay Hanley, you know, told him I was on, on a rising up to something with my movie career and with, with the numbers that I was pushing independently. And uh, he, he connected the dots to Wiz. Next thing you know, um, we got a track, Elevate. we we having a good time. Hollywood Hills shooting the video. You know, women all over the place. You know, smoke all over the place. Just a real good time for, for people to enjoy the visual and uh, just elevating for our people. Yeah, definitely a banger, man. Like I said, we've been playing it over here, getting a lot of love, and people been calling in, asking, like, what's that wreck? Who's that? Who's that on Elevate? And, you know, so you're getting a lot of love out here, bro. People loving it. Man, thank you to everybody tapping in. I appreciate everybody in the city. Much love from the West Side. Uh, keep on tapping in. We elevate. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yo, let me ask you one more thing here, bro. Uh, I got a lot of young dudes listening to the show, man, and... Um, 
you know, on the come up, on the grind. You know what it's like, man, coming up from the mud, from the bottom, just trying to get it and, and stay positive. You got any jewels you could drop for these guys, man? Any, any, any uh, you know, any experience you could share with them to keep them motivated and keep them pushing? Believe in yourself, first and foremost. Even when your own homies in the corner say, man, that ain't possible. Uh, I have my own family even doubt me. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the background I came from, they didn't think it was a possibility. You know, they, they try to uh, influence me to go get a job or something, which is nothing wrong with that. But I, I had a different vision for myself. Don't let nobody ever put you down. Don't let, don't let um, you know, any setbacks hold you back go straight through them walls, persistence will, will, will have you shining in the end. You know what I'm saying? I always use the analogy that you got to grind, 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 grind that rock until it shines like a diamond. And at the end of the day, you got to put in that work if you want it. Amen to that, brother. Appreciate you, man. Wise words, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's been a been blessed, man. I'm definitely going to um, I'm gonna tap in with you, man. I'm going to hit your line next time I'm out in L.A., you know what I mean? Hell yeah, let's get it, man. You got a home out here. I got a spot in Venice. Whenever you test down, we're right by the beach. I'll take you out to eat, whatever you need, smoke, whatever. You know, I got you, West I love. My brother, I appreciate it. Same goes for you. If you're ever out this way, I got you. And, uh, you know, as far as records or anything else, man, like anything you need, you seem like a solid dude, man. I, I read energy. I could tell when the dude's real. You a real one, man. I fuck with you, bro. Hell yeah. Much love and respect. Likewise, homie, let's, let's stay connected. Let's build this bridge and, and make the shit crack. <laughs> 